0: I want to talk about baptism. Just what is baptism and how does baptism relate to salvation? So first of all, Baptist to baptize comes from the Greek word baptizo, which literally means to dip or to submerge. Therefore, baptism is not a sprinkling is not a putting of water, putting on water on the individual but it is actually to completely submerge the entire individual in water. So the practice of baptism is not in the sprinkling. So that's just an aside. But baptism is to submerge. Now, baptism is not new. A lot of times we think that we often associate baptism with the New Testament Christian church. But the Jews were baptizing Hundreds of years before the Christian church ever was. Notice when you open up the New Testament and we, before uh, the ministry of Jesus, we see the ministry of John the Baptist. Notice he's called John the Baptist and that John was literally baptizing people in the waters of the Jordan. So baptism was a practice done by Jews many centuries before Christians ever started doing it. And the reason behind it was this, whenever a Gentile would come into the Jewish faith, that is a Gentile would convert to Judaism, would would come into the practice of the Mosaic law and be circumcised. So whenever a Gentile would do so, this Gentile would be baptized. And this is the identification. And that's the basic idea of what baptism is all about, the principle of identification. So the Gentile being baptized by the Jew is identifying himself with the Jewish religion from that point forward, that is namely Judaism. So when we get into the New Testament, this practice is being continued, but the the principle is still the same, but the meanings are slightly different. And so so let me just hit the thing about principle. Once again, principle of baptism means to be identified with to be identified with. That's why when we open up the New Testament and we see John the Baptist baptizing, John has a message of repentance and people are responding to that message. They are identifying with the message that they, too, need to repent and show good works toward God by being baptized by John. So you understand that? So therefore, they are being baptized because they are identifying with the message of John. But not only did John have a message of repentance, but John also had a ministry, a calling that he would identify the Messiah. So therefore, when people would also be baptized by John, it is inclusive of that Whomsoever John points to be the Messiah, they will accept such a one. And we know that will be Jesus of Nazareth. But anyway, so that's the idea to be identified with a message, identified with a person. So that's why when we get into the New Testament and we are now being baptized, we are being identified with the message and person of Jesus. That is How Jesus, God from heaven, came into the world in physical form to die for our sins and he rose again from the dead. And so we likewise in baptism, we show an external identification. Notice I say it is an external thing that reflects an internal change. We are baptized. We are taken into the waters. We go down into the waters. The waters fully cover us to identify us with the death of Jesus. We come out of the water to identify us with the resurrection of Jesus, okay? So this is identification with Jesus as Messiah. And this is also the reason why Jesus himself was baptized because it fulfilled all righteousness and it allowed him to be identified with the people that he would save, us sinners, okay? All right. Let me deal with another point of baptism. Now, baptism for Christians, for, for Gentiles, and I'm speaking of Christians, baptism for Gentile Christian and Jewish Christians is the same principle in operation. We are both, whether Jew or Gentile, being identified with Jesus. But the idea mostly is saying for Gentiles, whatever our former lives, former religions or whatever it is, Former religion that we may have had, we are now through our baptism testifying to the world. It is an outward sign. It is an outward statement to the world that we are now being associated, identified with Jesus. OK, this same principle is with the Jews. However, there's a slight little tinge in in this in, this, in the point that I'm making. There has always been issue with Jews, whether in ancient times, that is the time when Jesus himself, uh, not long after the times of Jesus. okay, when they had the temple and things of that nature, Jews had to identify themselves with Christ by virtue of baptism in a statement saying they break with the temple. They break with Judaism, as was taught by especially as taught by the Pharisees and they are now being identified with Jesus as the Messiah. So it indicated a break with the temple sacrifices and Judaism for the Jews. And that's what baptism basically meant and still does continue to mean with the Jews. Although we know that there is no Jewish temple anymore. All right. Now the final thing that I'm going to talk about in baptism, is baptism required to be saved? The answer is no. First, baptism is an outward act that reflects an inward change. So therefore, the baptism comes about because the person has already been saved. You are baptized after you are saved. So therefore baptism has nothing to do with the saving of the individual. It is simply a testimony of the individual that I am saved and I am a believer in Christ Jesus. Baptism does not save. Baptism does not cleanse whatsoever. It is only an outward testimony. That I am a believer in Christ Jesus. So basically it is simply saying that this is an evidence of something that has already taken place.